Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Viral video showing something weird going on with Katy Perry's eye is driving the conspiracy theorists mad. Got nearly 10 million views on Twitter alone overnight. Let's take a look. first glance it does seem a bit odd doesn't it <laughs> the initial response was that this was evidence the Katy Perry bot had malfunctioned on stage and the software needs updating and you're in the middle of a gig <laughs> of course most of these people were joking but others it seemed we're deadly serious. Celebrities are being replaced by robotic clones created by the Illuminati. Now, it's not that these celebs look a bit similar. It's that they're being replaced by robotic clones created by the Illuminati. There's actually a conspiracy theory about a factory that creates clones of Tom Cruise. Cruise doesn't perform his own stunts, you see. Oh, no. The clones are thrown in to do the job for him. Many of them dying in the process. Apparently, imagine going that far down the rabbit hole. Anyway, Katie isn't averse to a bit of Illuminati symbolism herself. Anti-vaxxers were quick to give their take. According to them, it's the eye of the Pfizer. I vaxxed a girl and I didn't like it. I wasn't going to sing that one. Although never acknowledged to have been caused by the vaccine, many pointed to Justin Bieber's revelation that he was suffering from Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, which led to the partial paralysis of his face, and compared it with Katy Perry's eye malfunction. Last month, a video posted by Canadian actress Jennifer Gibson went viral. After having first been posted on Instagram back in July 2021, Gibson revealed that the left-hand side of her face was paralysed after taking the shot and said that she was suffering from Bell's palsy. The actress had previously posted numerous other photos to her Instagram page urging people to wear masks and take vaccines. Despite the alarming symptoms seen on video, Gibson asserted that she'd be happy to get jabbed again. So I got it about two weeks after getting my vaccine. But I have to say that I would do it again. Jab me harder, daddy! Studies show that although no definitive link has been found, there have been recorded cases of both Bell's palsy and Ramsey-Hunt syndrome after COVID vaccinations. People who thought Perry's public face glitch was vax-related highlighted the pop star's relentless promotion of COVID jabs. I mean, she literally dressed up as a vaccine. But was Katy Perry's onstage eye malfunction a vax side effect? Almost certainly not. And claiming it was actually harms the credibility of highlighting genuine legitimate issues and concerns about the vaccine. Some suggested that Perry was doing it deliberately and it was all part of the show. Others lashed out at me for merely tweeting about it, asking what was going on. A tweet by a man that's never had a girlfriend. Right, no need to be mean. One person took delight in proving me wrong, even though I never said I knew what it was. Hey Paul, there's something called Google out there and this is the first thing that pops up when you type Katy Perry eye. The link to a Newsweek article in which Perry talks about her wonk eye included is a picture of Perry responding to an image showing her left eye partially closed, not the right eye as seen in the recent video. Here's another one showing the left eye, not the right affected. And anyway, wonk eye is another term for lazy eye. That's where the weaker or lazy eye often wanders inward or outward, not where the eyelid closes repeatedly. The general consensus was that it was all part of the act. Maybe Katy Perry wants you to think she's a robot. I mean, most of her songs are probably written by computer algorithms 
so what does it even matter at this point? She played an android in a 2019 music video, so she's probably just resurrecting the character. <laughs> pretty sure she knows how to do that intentionally. I think I saw her do it on Idol once. I mean, yeah, she is pretty out there. Oh, oh God. Either it was all part of the act, or Perry's robot clone wasn't malfunctioning but her fake eyelashes were. Lash glue got stuck and pulling the skin outside the eye fixed it. Probably just fake eyelash adhesive sticking the lid closed. I mean, yeah, possibly, but then why is she touching the side of her head, not the actual eyelash? And yes, I spoke to an actual woman that I know, and that's what she told me. Now, that just looks like lash glue getting stuck. I've seen it many times. Why did she tap her temple to open her eye? That's not what you do if you get a stuck set of eyelashes. So in summary, possibly a fake eyelash getting stuck. Almost certainly not the eye of the Pfizer. My bet was that it was a deliberate part of the show. Maybe to create a viral PR stunt, which I'm now unwittingly feeding into. And you could also argue that claiming this is vax related, when it isn't, detracts from genuine, real issues with the vaccine and allows the media to dismiss it all as collective lunacy. <laughs> You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Big day we have for you today. That's right. Not show. Day. I'll actually be doing double duty today and hosting The War Room for Owen Schroyer, who is sitting in for Alex Jones today. So we'll have a full six hours ahead of us and of course i look to the phone calls to help me through this uh, marathon day but very glad to be here very glad that you're here with us however you've been able to circumvent the censorship and find us welcome to the show lots of videos to show you today of course lots of stories to get to all of which you can find on the substack harrisonhillsmith.substack.com we post all of our shows all of our stories there before the show each day sometimes during the show depending on how how sprightly I am in the morning. We can go there and find it and uh, and read along with us as we delve into the depths of communistic insanity that's being brought about the world over. We'll be uh, going to lots of videos today, taking lots of your phone calls. No guests on today's show, so we'll be taking a full two hours of your phone calls starting in the second hour. But first, we'll begin, as we always do, with our Daily Dispatch. Right here it is, folks. Your daily dispatch for Thursday, October twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. Kanye West no longer a billionaire, says Forbes. Rapper Ye's falling out with corporate partners. <clears throat> Rapper Ye's falling out with corporate partners. That's what that's how they're putting it. Uh, has cost him his status as a billionaire, according to Forbes. In the last few weeks, Ye, also known as Kanye West, has seen his luxury fashion house uh, Balenciaga, Gap, and most recently Adidas in business relationships with him for anti-Semitic comments and wearing a shirt with a slogan linked to the Ku Klux Klan. That's right, folks. That's how CNN.com is reporting Kanye West having worn a shirt that simply said, White Lives Matter. They're claiming that that is a phrase that is linked to the cross-burning, black guy lynching, hood-wearing Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's how they're putting it. And of course, again, I'm still I'm still a little bit confused. What were the anti-Semitic comments again? 
What were they? I, I can't quite remember. I remember DEFCON 3. I remember that. That was funny. Uh, what were the anti-Semitic comments? I think all he said was that if you criticize Jews, they will go out of their way to destroy your life, that they created cancel culture. So is that anti-Semitic or is it what's happening in real time? I'm very confused here. I frankly Jewish. I think uh, I think Balenciaga, Gap and Adidas are frankly being very anti-Semitic right now. <laughs> Incredible. On Tuesday, Forbes, one of uh, the leading trackers of wealth amongst the world's financial elites, declared it had dropped yay from its list of billionaires. It estimated the Adidas deal account- accounted for more than $1.5 billion of his net worth, but Forbes now estimates it at a, near, at a mere $400 million. Forbes has said that the $400 million remaining of his net worth comes from real estate, cash, and his music catalog and a 5% stake in ex-wife Kim Kardashian's shape- shapewear firm's skims. Of course, it's likely that Ye still considers himself a billionaire, considering that he's complained for years that Forbes was underestimating his net worth. Forbes reported in 2020 when it first listed him as a billionaire, he texted the magazine saying it's not a billion, it's 3.3 billion since no one at Forbes knows how to count. <laughs> Incredible. So, yes, uh, you know, when, when it first happened, when Kanye West first said that Jews started cancel culture, I thought that. It would put places like the ADL in sort of a sticky situation because on one hand, you don't want him out there saying this type of stuff. On the other hand, shutting him down would sort of prove him right. Turns out they didn't really care about proving him right. It turns out when you actually have the power to completely destroy the richest black man in world history, when you can, within the the course of a week, completely dismantle a, a legacy an industry really that's grown up around this guy that took you know decades to build when you can tear it down in a single week with a couple of phone calls turns out you don't need to care about looking hypocritical turns out you don't need to you don't need to worry too much about the whole proving him right thing because it's just a, a signal to everybody else you think you're able to withstand the onslaught kanye west has been brought low again for not really saying anything bad he didn't call for second holocaust he didn't start going off about the jewish faith or anything of the sort he literally just said that if you speak out against jewish people the jewish people all come together to destroy you so you know i was personally very offended at that i thought how dare he say such an untruthful thing boy am i being taught a lesson boy am i learning a lot of new things this week incredible moving on here following the pr crisis paypal again updates tos hoping you won't notice see on october 20 uh, on october 8th rather the company updated its terms of service agreement to a in- include a clause enabling it to withdraw $2,500 from users' bank accounts simply for posting anything the company deems as misinformation or offensive. Unsurprisingly, the the backlash was instant and massive. Who would have guessed that consumers don't want companies trying to police their speech by threatening to drain their bank accounts for saying something that the company doesn't like? You know, it's – previously, I would have just – We've just seen this as yet another example of big tech and the the financial institutions uh, having massive overreach and really you know overextending their their place in our society as as 
facilitators of transaction to speech police. You know, but now in the light of all this Kanye West stuff, I, I'm wondering a whole bunch of other different things about PayPal. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a Hindu that runs PayPal, right? That's got to be the case. Actually, probably is. So yeah, uh, PayPal got in a lot of uh, hot water for saying that they were going to take $2,500 out of your bank account if you say something they don't like. A big uproar. They said, whoa, whoa, we're taking it out. Sorry. No, we actually never said that. We never said that, but we're also taking it out. And don't worry. It's outrageous, conspiracy theory, anti-Semitic. And everybody went, all right, good, good. You've learned your lesson. You're not going to do something like that. And they're like, well, no, of course not. Why would we ever? uh, Us? PayPal? Us? The banks? What? What? control speech why would we even no of course not and then two days later they're like all right add it back in okay all right everybody's quiet now just uh just slip it back in there hope nobody noticed so we noticed uh they've put it back in they've slipped it back into their terms of service despite denying it and then claiming to take it out they just uh, quietly slip it back in uh because you know what's the point of what's the point of owning a a company that facilitates financial transactions if you can't use it to control people's speech i mean that's the point right of course Meanwhile, we have this second Miami man arrested in beating of Marco Rubio campaigner. Police in Haile, uh, Florida, have arrested a second suspect following the attack of Christopher Monzon, a campaigner for Senator Marco Rubio. Jonathan Alexander Casanova was taken into custody on Wednesday in connection with the beating, which left Monzon with a broken jaw and internal ble- uh, bleeding. Apparently, the guy uh, not only beat him into uh, nearly a coma almost uh, took his life. They he then uh, set his dog on him. Apparently, so that's what you get for being con- uh, um, a conservative and a Republican in Florida these days. Uh, beaten half to death, having a dog sick sicked on you. Uh, so this is the wonderful, wonderful new America they're uh, they're creating for us as they continually. Continually, with without exhausting their energy or their store of petulant outrage, continually tell us how dangerous uh, you know white Republicans are. So dangerous that if you walk down the street, you might be beaten half to death. That shows you how dangerous they really are. I mean, that level of hatred and vitriol and violence—it's—it's got to be reflective of how bad they are, how bad the victim is. Of course, that's how it works. Elon Musk walks into. Twitter HQ carrying a sink. I have no idea what this is about, but we'll figure it out. There's the video of it. He seems to think it's hilarious, so we'll see about that. Finally, we have this. Election alert. 250,000 unverified new Pennsylvania voters were sent ballots days before the midterms. Oh, it looks like they're cheating again. Oh, it looks like they're they're running an ogre because they're just going to cheat. They don't have to actually win. The biggest sale of 2022 is running right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Incredible products like X3 and Vitamineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus. If you want to boost your body's energy, your stamina, your libido, particularly your immune system, these are the products. And they're all 40 to 50% off. But when you use promo code 1776-1776 at checkout, get an additional 10% off and double Patriot points on your next order. So please visit InfoWarsStore.com today and experience X3, experience Vitamineral Fusion, experience DNA Force Plus, and so many other great products, and know you're keeping the tip of the spear on air. So again, 1776 is the promo code at InfoWarsStore.com for an additional 10% 
20% off. I want to thank you all for your support because these products aren't just amazing. They also fund the InfoWar, a 360 win. Again, thanks for your support. It's a critical fight. Visit InfoWarStore.com right now. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next, or are they going to go for Steve Bannon, or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the globalists 30 years ago, but on air 28 years, and I knew they were planning all of this, and I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere. But I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you. And I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 1776 is the promo code. The destination is InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks breaking right now just minutes ago a hacker something somebody has gotten access to new york post website backend and is changing headlines and then republishing the story uh, the stories on social media automatically i can't i can't even say what they're uh i can't even say what they're posting i guess we can yeah <laughs> Governor Abbott, I will order Border Patrol to start slaughtering illegals. <laughs> that one's kind of funny. Zeldin, Eric Adams is NYC's fried chicken eating monkey. Good Lord. Rufo, we must destroy and imprison union teachers. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay, so yeah, just uh, that was 10 minutes ago. So in the last 10 minutes, they've published. Quite a, quite a few stories. I wonder how that's happening and how they're dealing with it. Pretty interesting. So that just, that just broke 10 minutes ago, so I guess it's still going on. They're still publishing stories with uh, made up in rather offensive headlines, I have to say. Well, one of the big stories this week is that tomorrow, Friday, Elon Musk will officially take control of Twitter. It's been a terrible week to get banned on Twitter, if you ask me. Will Elon Musk restore the most popular accounts? Can you imagine what it will be like once again? Do you remember what it was like back then, back before 2018? Can't you see it? You wake up in the morning, you roll over and Open up your Twitter account just to check the news, and there trending is the latest banger from Donald Trump. Nick Fuentes is ratioing AOC and humiliating her across the internet. Alex Jones is live streaming from his backyard. Can't you see it? Can't you see the world like it was supposed to be? Twitter as a free speech, free-for-all. 
as even those who don't comport 100% with the mainstream narrative are actually able to speak out and express themselves? Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be amazing? Or maybe it'll go the other direction and Elon Musk will simply start actually applying hate speech laws across the board and then Twitter will just go away. Then just everybody will be kicked off. All of the very prominent, powerful, blue checkmark Twitter accounts that routinely post the most hateful and bigoted rhetoric you've ever seen with absolutely no backlash, getting tens of thousands of likes and retweets, you know, maybe those will just go away. Maybe the likes of Bishop Swan and just saw all of the, all of the freaking weirdos that I saw at the White House who are now cluttering up my feed endlessly. In fact, I, I need to do some I need to do some Twitter analytics stuff because it has been more noticeable than you can even explain. Like if if anybody here has has a Twitter account, you've all noticed, haven't you? I mean, in the last couple of days, I've never heard of these people ever. Nobody I know, like nobody I follow follows them, but my feed is now filled with people that I don't follow that are left-wing activists that all went to the White House this weekend. So they go to the White House, and then suddenly their Twitter feeds are forced into everyone's subscriptions, absolutely everyone. Deviant Dad, whatever that one is, JoJo Jers. Uh, Joe Cooper, I think, is another one. I've never heard of these people ever. And then they just fill up my timeline. And it's just the most, they are just routinely posting the most absurd crap ever. This Joe Cooper guy said, uh, let's see if we can find it. Because I've been bookmarking them just to be like, who are these people and why are they in my feed? And also, how hilarious are the things that they say? And the arguments that they try to make, boy, are they funny. There's one guy, Joe Cooper, posts a, a poll that's like, I just want a yes or no answer. Does Joe Biden deserve more positive mainstream aplomb? Does, doesn't he deserve more positive mainstream coverage? Joe Biden. Joe Biden, who can't string a single word together, let alone a sentence who gets nothing but positive reports continuously from the mainstream media, and they're just like, uh, yeah, we need more. Yeah, a little bit more. John Cooper, here it is. A simple yes or no to prove a point. Does President Biden deserve more positive media attention? I guess the simple answer would be no, then, I guess. If that's the only answer that you want, the answer is no. <laughs> and there it is. And this guy, Dash Dobrovsky, same type of thing. Don't follow him, and yet his... Accounts are, are force-fed into my stuff. Again, I don't even know if these people went to the White House, but I'm willing to bet you they are based solely on the fact that they are being forced into my feed. Can we find that out? John, Did John Cooper go to the White House with the social media extravaganza that they held there? And we know that Twitter has been censoring content for a long time. Big in-kind donation of destroying the Hunter Biden story before anybody gets to uh, actually hear about it and decide for themselves. But is there any law against, like, forcing your opinions down on other people's throats? Like, doesn't that then make you a publisher when you're picking and choosing who gets read and who doesn't? Wouldn't that make you an editor of sorts, and wouldn't that disqualify you, disqualify you from Section 230 protection? I don't know.
I don't know. But what I do know is that there is clearly and increasingly overwhelming, like ubiquitous cooperation between the big tech companies. What does it say? You've highlighted something there. Campaign chair for Barack Obama. Yeah, okay. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Again, the only time I've heard about him is this week when he his tweets started suddenly popping up in my feed. Never subscribe to him. Don't follow anybody that follows him. They're just forcing it out there. So this is this is what's happening. It's the open, blatant cooperation, whether it's behind the scenes with big tech employees going in, reading your private messages, private messages of people who simply question the election internally. You're messaging somebody. Hey, did you see this? Yeah, that was really suspicious. Man, I was watching CNN and this happened. That was crazy. Meanwhile, there's some uh, limp-wristed, probably foreigner weirdo sitting in LA in some either in their house or some fancy office. And we'll show you some videos on the other side because people have been posting their, their day at work at Twitter and it's, it's not work. It's adult daycare with alcohol. It's pathetic, but it's these people in their comfy, plush, luxurious existence in some high rise in San Francisco uh, who is reading your messages and then going, oh, this needs to be reported to the police. I am am a teacher's pet and this must be reported to the SS. This must be reported to the operators of the gulag. They must know about this and so they send your information to the FBI who then uses it to inform their investigation as they are without need to get a warrant can just act completely out of line with the tenets and purpose of the Constitution. And then, of course, they bring together social media influencers. Whether it's for the vaccine or the Ukraine war, they get them all on the same page to force feed their message out to the public and make it appear as though it's a grassroots, independent, legitimate support. This is our new reality, folks. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. As we continue to talk about Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter and the way that Twitter and the establishment, that is the the government itself, actually are cooperating and ensuring that only the mainstream official government-approved narrative is allowed to be expressed openly and in public. 
it's worth noting that amongst many of the reasons that the powers that be want to destroy InfoWars, one of the main ones I think is the way that Alex in particular and InfoWars in general ha- uh, have a history of taking on new developments in technology and making the most out of them. I think InfoWars.com was probably one of the first websites out there where you had a, a host on the radio who could then direct you to a website that had the evidence of what he was talking about, where you could go and see the photos or the documents for themselves. That was early on in in the days of even the internet in general. When social media came about, InfoWars dominated the landscape while mainstream media floundered and failed to even recognize what a big deal social media was. And as new, adv- as new advancements were made in technology, InfoWars was always on the cutting edge, always on the forefront, always changing our tactics to fit the field of battle, as it were. And that's a major threat because what that's reflective of is the flexibility and the sort of uh, you know creativity that comes with a small independent organization that's funded by the people and not by billionaires and think tanks and corporate boards. You can just do it. You can just start streaming. Once, once live streaming becomes a thing, you can just start live streaming. Once you know, social media and meme culture takes off, InfoWars is at the center of it and at the head of it and helping to shape the way that culture is made in this country. So as much as the information that we cover and that we've exposed over the years gives them all the reason in the world to want us dead and want us destroyed and want us crippled, it really has a lot to do also with the ability of InfoWars to make changes to fit with the technological advancements that we see. And you understand that this purchase of Twitter by Elon Musk, well, we'll get into that in just a second, but this is one of the reasons they want InfoWars destroyed. It's one of the reasons why InfoWars was such a threat, and it has to do with our core ideology, which is to constantly be changing with the times, to treat this like a literal war, and the opponents that we're up against are stuck in this sort of industrialized war machine that can't change tactics quickly. It can't move with any alacrity to actually you know, change tactics to conform to the battlefield. They have to try to you know, get people onto the battlefield that they already know so well, which is the mainstream media, and destroy the ability for anybody to wage guerrilla war in the, uh, on the social media platform. So – That's one of the reasons that they've kicked us off, and yet we continue to dominate, even without official accounts, even without the ability to post ourselves. Our content still spreads across the airwaves, spreads across the social media networks, and makes a massive difference. And you can even see that in the trials themselves when they're talking about the the defamation trials, when they're talking about Alex Jones. They talk about the ability of Alex and InfoWars to dominate the social media space as being totally unparalleled without competition from right or left. In fact, the woman who testified as an expert said she relied on something like 50 expert academic papers as they investigate and try to figure out why InfoWars was so dominant and what they could do to stop it. And she said something like, you know, Alex Jones was bigger than Rush Limbaugh, Glenn Beck, 
Tucker Carlson combined during 2016 in the election there. And that's why they want us destroyed. That's why they want us to shut down. That's why they want to control the social media networks is because when they don't control it, it actually goes against them. If they don't actively censor things, the just natural position of the internet is conservative right-wing and truth. And when you're peddling lies and liberal nonsense, then you have to brutally and ruthlessly censor anybody who opposes you. So don't let them. Show them that they can't win. They can't defeat the ideas that have brought InfoWars to the prominence at which we currently sit. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and support us today, won't you? InfoWarsStore.com. Help keep us on the air. Help keep us on social media. Help keep us fighting it back against these tyrannical madmen trying to openly depopulate the world and bring about a total system of currency control. Now, one of the other accounts that, again, I just assume is now in cooperation with the uh, White House and the Democratic Party because I've never seen them before, and yet over the last couple of days I've seen post after post from them, each more ridiculous than the last, it says things like this. If you found out your doctor was a Trump supporter, would you find a new doctor? Democrats aren't just running against Republicans. We're running against the effing media who refuses to talk about all the good the Democrats are doing. I'm sick of it. Anyone else? 17,000 likes. Can you imagine being so delusional? Can you imagine being this disconnected with reality? It It really is. I mean it's like there's two parallel realities except there's not. No, there's just one. There's one reality. And it's one that we express on this show on a daily basis as we just look at things as they are and without bias and without trying to force it into some pre-established frame. Look at it for what it is. And then there is the false reality. There is the nonsense, made-up, schizophrenic, madness reality of the liberals where they actually believe that the media is right-wing and isn't doing enough to support the Democrats. This is how – I mean this is crazy. This is crazy. This is legitimately like worrying. Like this person should be in some sort of mental institution, but they're not. No, they're going to the White House and they're cooperating with Twitter to get their tweets as completely insane as they are force-fed into the average American's consciousness. He says, holy moly, President Biden just announced $1 billion in savings to provide concrete inflation relief to American families, and there's more coming. Who else trusts dark Brandon over Republicans to fight inflation? What does this even mean? This means that the Biden administration was – is still spending trillions of dollars more than it even has, just racking up trillions of dollars in debt – but decided to simply roll back some of the expenditures that they've accrued from their actions, and they're calling that savings and claiming it's fighting inflation, which, again, is just complete and total nonsense. You don't Modern-day propaganda. Yeah, yeah this, this is modern-day propaganda. It's extremely sophisticated, I guess. I, I guess. I mean it's not, though, because everybody can see how fake this is. So this is just like – reinforcement for their ideological slaves this is just like this is like the whip cracking for the ideological slave just go if you thought you were gonna get out of this vortex of insanity 
you are very wrong. You're staying in there. He says, if you knew your if you knew your neighbors stormed the Capitol on January 6th, would you report them to the FBI? Hilarious. The first response is you did the right thing. This is for everyone who says yes. <laughs> Thank you, Nazis. Thank you, fascists. You did the right thing reporting your, your neighbors. But of course, just about every response to this is yes in 0.01 fim two seconds. I don't know what that is. I informed that they're good. So, okay, this has changed a lot. This is good. Yesterday when I looked at this same tweet, every single response was like this one. I would report them in a heartbeat if they were part of January 6th. I would not report them for growing weed, having an abortion, or inviting multicultural or multiracial friends over. (laughs) What? Like, they live in fantasy world. (laughs) I think people are reporting people for having multiracial friendships. Like, what are they fighting for? Who are they fighting against? These people are insane, and they run the world. X3. X3. It stands for triiodine, or all three types of iodine that the body needs to be healthy and survive and thrive. It boosts your libido, your energy, your stamina, your immune system. X3 is the ultimate iodine product on the market. It's back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off, and it funds the info war. So many of you are on the fence. You know our information is powerful. You know what's changed the world. Try the products at InfoWarsStore.com and start with X3 Triiodine. 50% off InfoWarsStore.com. It takes about two weeks to kick in. An aspirin kicks in in 30 minutes. Tylenol kicks in in 30 minutes. This kicks in in about two weeks on average. You need to experience it. Don't wait. You'll be impressed. Infowarsstore.com, X3. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Okay. Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto fun info wars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep doing it. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. What you all right, let's move on. No, I mean, and people care about the First Amendment. And- You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk about... Elon Musk's uh, purchase and, and actually, you know, what he's saying about taking over Twitter in this segment. We're also going to be taking your calls throughout the next two hours. So go ahead and give us a call. The number to dial is one 789 2539 We're taking your calls throughout the next two hours. Again, so we, I, I wanted to start talking about 
Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter and the reaction to it. But in that, you know, I want to start talking about the fact that these left-wing propaganda artists are being force-fed into our Twitter feed. And there's something more – something deeper at work here that is really revealed by these people who are being force-fed to the American public. Again, call to activism says, if you knew your neighbor stormed the Capitol on January 6th, would you report them to the FBI? Let's just go through some of the top responses here. My cousin did, and I reported her and her family. So reporting, reporting their cousin. Uh, are you kidding? I'd report family members. 539 likes. I reported my gardener's neighbor, Jed. He's currently serving four years in prison. I, got, I doubled my gardener's salary and bought him a new chainsaw. His neighbor's – his gardener's neighbor he reported and sent to prison for four years and thinks that he is the good person in this situation. Morgan Peters at Holiday Joy underscore Joy says, My ex's mother and brother were at the rally. I scoured pics from the Capitol to see if they went there. I half expected to see my own brother's picture. None showed up, but if I – uh, but I was absolutely prepared to turn them in if I did. So here's somebody that didn't report anybody to the FBI, but actually spent time scouring the pictures, looking for evidence of someone that they knew so they could report them to the FBI and left disappointed that they weren't able to do so. User Lizard says, yes, I keep waiting to see a picture of someone I might know. Hell, I would turn in family. I would report them in a heartbeat if they were a part of January 6th. I would not report them for growing weed, having an abortion, or inviting multicultural or multiracial friends over. And, th- and this is the point, right? This is the point. These people are on a crusade and will not shut up about how virtuous they are, how they're the good people. They're the best people in the world. They're the ones who have respect for their fellow human beings, that have compassion for one another. They are the most sickeningly evil group of people this world has ever seen. They are more than willing. They're ecstatic. They're elated. They're eager to send their fellow Americans to prison for years for trespassing. They are so extreme. They're so they're worse than the Nazis. radicalized. They're worse than what? The Nazis? I mean, they are Nazis. Like they, these people are the Nazis. These people are the victims of brainwashing and propaganda if they were in nazi germany they would be the most radical nazis around because these people don't have their own thoughts they go along with what the what the current atmosphere is they go along with whatever is being pumped into their mind so if just take the same person they're like an empty vessel you put them in nazi germany they're nazis you put them in america in the 21st century and they are radicalized by the liberal media to be viciously hateful against their fellow americans who happen to vote differently than they do it's not like you could put them in nazi germany and they would be just as viciously against the not no no they just conform they conform to whatever atmosphere they're introduced to this person says if i knew my child stormed the capitol on january 6th i would report them so a neighbor gets absolutely no hesitation reporting their own child to the FBI. And, and, and again, this isn't just empty rhetoric. There are people in prison right now 
who've been sentenced to prison for 60 years on the basis of their own children's testimony against them in the courtroom. People's own children going and testifying and sending their father away for 60 years for the crime of going to the Capitol on January 6th, and they feel good about it. They don't feel shame. They don't feel embarrassed. They feel good. And, of course, uh, Joseph Gerber replies, if you were wondering if you would turn your Jewish neighbors into the Nazis, now you know. And that's the reality of it. These people have no no concept of uh, of what it is to actually stand up against authority. They are tools of the authority. They're teacher's pets. They're the universally most despised creatures in all of human history is this type of character, this type of person. And yet they're not only celebrated for this behavior, they like make it their personality, and it's horrific. I know I'm spending a lot of time on this, but – is anybody else talking about it? Anybody else noticing this? Anybody else having like visceral reactions to the idea of people turning in their own family members to the federal police, searching out, trying to find, doing investigations into their own family members on behalf of the federal police to destroy their lives and put them in a concrete box for years and they feel no sympathy, no empathy, no sorrow for it and yet these people think that they're the ones standing up against the powerful they think they're the ones who are the resistance these people believe that they are the the rebels from star wars or the the french resistance under the nazis when they they're the dolores umbridges they're the randalls from recess they're the the teacher's pet sniveling little creatures at the sitting in the folds of fat of jabba the hut laughing along because of their exalted position as the pet of the corrupt and the servant of the most wicked people in the world. So, I mean, you can talk about all the news you want. If you really want to know what's happening in America, if you really want to know the sickness that is bringing us down, it's all embodied in these tweets right here. And of course, these people are, are again, force-fed to us through the Twitter algorithm. They are celebrated and held up as heroes. They are you know, the people in charge are hoping that kids grow up seeing that if you want to be a good person, if you want to be cool, if you want to be accepted by your peers, then all you have to do is, you know, turn over your family to the authorities. All you have to do is embrace the society as your new family, the social network as your new family, the government as your new family, the LGBT community as your new family. Destroy your old family, kill your old family, send your old family to jail because we're your new family now. It's sick and disgusting. And ubiquitous in this country right now. And I don't know what the solution is. I don't know. How do you – I mean do you just do you just do it back to them? If it's just like, well, if you reported anybody to the FBI over January 6th, we're going to come get you? Like is that is that the right answer? Is that the tit for tat we want to get into? I mean that's the world that they're creating for us. I would rather avoid it. But they seem to be desperate to drag us down into that hell. So Elon Musk is finalizing the purchase on Friday. He walked into the headquarters of Twitter with a sink and captured it with the joke, let that sink in. We have the video of it. If you want to play it as B-roll. He also replied to himself saying he's meeting a lot of cool people at Twitter today. Again, suggesting that his forced $44 billion buyout of the social media company has been completed. Not completing the deal by October 28th would force Musk to go to trial as a result of committing and then backing out of the purchase. 
when Elon Musk takes over, we may learn some interesting things. We may learn about the number of bots that are on Twitter. We may learn about the interactions that Twitter has had with the federal reserve, the federal uh, government and others. Again, I find this all very strange, bizarre, unaccountable because Elon Musk is in all appearance a liberal champion. He started Tesla, which is the number one electric car company in the world, which is perfectly in line with the climate mad ideology of the liberals. So he's been this, the person singularly responsible for advancements in that technology. He has a you know space company. These people are obsessed with this idea of space. They they celebrate Jeff Bezos, you know, operator of what is essentially slave camps, Amazon warehouses. Uh, but Elon Musk had a spies. I mean, Elon Musk gave half a million dollars to Amber Heard at one point. Like he funds all of their things he's completely in line with their ideology he's an immigrant he you know he's all these different things he's progressive he's he's not a traditional dude by any sense but they despise him for one reason they absolutely despise him because he's not willing to use his power to promote their agenda and that's all that it is it's not like he's coming in and saying i'm going to reverse it i'm going to do to you what you did to us as some sort of free speech champion i'll read the statement on the other side where he tells where he says what he wants to do but again it's worth it's worth pointing out that elon musk is for all intents and purposes perfectly in line with their ideology it's just he's not extreme enough so they all despise him and they're all quitting and they're all pissed off at this and they're all furious because it's not just that they have to get their way they have to get their way 100% of the time and everyone has to be on board or they will be that violent. i am extremely honored be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour has begun here on American Journal. We're continuing to talk about the purchase of uh, Twitter by Elon Musk. I know, usually, usually I try to cover a lot of different a lot of different topics. Sometimes you have these topics where everything sort of coalesces. We're talking about big tech censorship and their cooperation with the federal government and their just hateful, heinous mindset in general. It all it all comes together in this story. So we're covering it from multiple different angles. But he walked into the 
Twitter office yesterday with a sink and was meeting people there. Now, he put out a tweet saying, Dear Twitter advertisers, this was earlier today, just about an hour ago. He says this, quote, I wanted to reach out personally to share my motivation in acquiring Twitter. There has been much speculation about why I bought Twitter and what I think about advertising. Most of it has been wrong. The reason I acquired Twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. There is currently great danger that social media will splinter into far-right and far-left-wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide our society. In the relentless pursuit of clicks, much of traditional media has fueled and catered those polarized extremes. But they believe that that is what it brings in the money. But in doing so, the opportunity for dialogue is lost. That is why I bought Twitter. I didn't do it because it would be easy. I didn't do it to make more money. I did it to try to help humanity whom I love. And I do so with humility, recognizing that failure in pursuing this goal, despite our best efforts, is a very real possibility. That said, Twitter obviously cannot become a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequences. In addition to adhering to the laws of the land, our platform must be warm and welcoming to all, where you can choose your desired experience according to your preferences, just as you can choose, for example, to see movies or play video games ranging from all ages to mature. I also very much believe that advertising, when done right, can delight, entertain, and inform you. It can show you a service or product or medical treatment that you never knew existed but is right for you. For this to be true, it is essential to show Twitter users advertising that is as relevant as possible to their needs. Low-relevancy ads are spam, but highly relevant ads are actual content. Fundamentally, Twitter aspires to be the most respected advertising platform in the world that strengthens your brand and grows your enterprise. To everyone who partnered with us, I thank you. Let us build something extraordinary together. Well... Sounds to me like a racist. Sounds to me like an extremist. Sounds very, very anti-Semitic, if you ask me. Of course, it's none of those things. It's very reasonable. It's very understandable. It's a little bit troubling in certain ways from my perspective when it comes to calling advertising content and clearly is trying to make money out of this. And, of course, it's always a, a bit of a red flag. People are saying, yeah, this platform needs to be warm and welcoming to everyone because what they mean, of course, is everyone except for you, everyone except for us, everyone except for me. Everyone else needs to feel warm and welcomed, but you know, white Christian men can get the hell out because they run everything apparently. I don't know. It's very confusing. It's very confusing when your world is awash with lies to try to pick out the truth. But that statement's very reasonable, very normal, very much in line with what the original intent of Twitter was supposed to be why it became such a po- prominent platform in the first place was because it held to these ideals and this type of thinking. He says it's important for the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy way without resorting to violence. Is that is that the extreme part? Is that the part people are upset about? Is that the part people are objecting to? I mean, wh- what is it here that people are so enraged about? You realize what they're enraged about is that they don't have total control, and this is the mindset of the liberals, and this is the mindset of the leftists, and this is something that you need to really understand because you're fighting a war here against a psychopathic, many-headed hydra that is not okay with just being left alone. It's not okay with just you know having 90% control. It requires complete, total absolute control over everything it touches and everything near it and once it gets control of those things then it moves on to the next thing if you think you can move out to the woods and the liberals will leave you alone think again you'll be ruby ridged in no time 
have to fight back. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We'll go out to your phone calls this segment. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. Here's a question for you. Once Elon Musk purchased Twitter, who are you most looking forward to getting back on the platform? Is it Donald Trump? Is it Alex Jones? Is it Nick Fuentes? Is it Owen Schroyer? Is it Milo Yiannopoulos? Is it Roger Stone? <laughs> it's the list of number of people kicked off of uh, Twitter. I'd love to see American Nationalists back on. He was a great clip creator. Jinx would be another one I'd love to see back on. Panther Den would be another one. Will Ben De Laurentiis be unshadow banned? Ben De Laurentiis, will he, will he be unsh- unshadow banned? Who are you looking forward to seeing again on Twitter? Give us a call and tell us. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. We'll go out to your phone calls in a second, but since we're on the topic of Twitter still, let's go to, number, let's go to clip number 15. This is a day in the life of a Twitter employee. So as you may know, the Twitter employees wrote a letter to Elon Musk making demands of him. Which again, it's just – this is all symbolic. This is all metaphorical. This is all – it's like it's like God or nature or whatever it is. It, it, it like uses small stories as a microcosm of, of what's going on in the wider world. There's like a consciousness that that controls the universe and you – it's like it's like a fractal, right? It's like what what you see in a larger sense. You can break it down infinite, infinitesimally small, and it still looks exactly the same. And so that's sort of what's going on here. This is the is like the typical city dweller mindset at work here. You have a life of endless luxury, endless relaxation, endless privilege, and yet. You demand more, and yet you feel persecuted, and yet you're on SSRIs, and you're drunk every night, and you're watching Netflix shows just to distract yourself from the hollow, empty, vapid feeling that pervades your every waking moment. And you you export that discomfort that you feel to what the media has told you to export it to. It's mass formation psychosis, but sort of a continual rolling mass formation psychosis where instead of at a single moment with the whole nation feeling dislocated, feeling angry, feeling confused and baffled and and scared and, and they, like they want to do something and then focusing all of that on one thing like they did with COVID. That was very that was very unified and singular expression of mass formation psychosis. But what we're dealing with on a wider scale is like a rolling, constant sort of mass formation psychosis. People recognize something's wrong. They recognize the world is messed up and screwed up and unfair and unequal and and corrupt to its core. And they're constantly having that energy redirected into a red herring, redirected into something that isn't actually the thing that is causing this madness causing the chaos but rather continually turning it back on actually ironically the people that are trying to fight to maintain some semblance of normalcy in a world that is constantly being uprooted and discombobulated 
Let's go to uh, clip number 15. Here's a day in the life of a Twitter employee who probably wrote a letter to Elon Musk making demands uh, that he not end their their fun day of uh, – they call it work, but it's essentially a day at Discovery Zone. Let's watch. Welcome to a day in my life as a Twitter employee. So this past week went to SF for the first time at a Twitter office, badged in. Honestly, took a moment to just soak everything in. What a blessing. Also started my morning off with an iced matcha from the perch. Then I had a meeting, so quickly scheduled one of these little pod rooms which were so cool they're oh literally God, noise the canceling took my meeting oh my God, i love this pod bunch look how delicious this food looks oh my goodness i was so overwhelmed then made my way down to this log cabin area there is everybody is, but it was really cool played some foosball with my friends to kind of yeah, my friends are just off screen trust me um also found this really cool meditation room that i thought nap was cubbies. super neat um I didn't is this preschool that, but they have this yoga room if you are a yogi so also thought that was really cool um had a couple more meetings in the afternoon had a ton of projects that we needed to knock out so we got so many cool. projects um, <laughs> what do you think they were actually doing to the library to kind of get some more work done obviously had to have our afternoon coffee so made some espresso Look, a human being and then before leaving for the day had some red wine um that's on tap went up to the rooftop and just honestly enjoyed the beautiful weather so awesome trip yeah yeah that's that's their day at work can you say brave new world anyone who drinks wine out of a glass like that like what a psycho uh, a slave does i think i think that's a slave i think that's a you might as very well just comfortable drink it out. i know it's on tap but you might as well just drink it out of the bottle you know, just just bring a box, just bring a box of wine to work with you. Put it on your desk and just. You it's going to be featured at, at bumwine.com. I mean, did you see any work actually happening there? I, okay, so the entirety of her working day consisted of one vague Zoom meeting where she sat in a pod and pontificated about pointless things for no reason. And then they had to we had to we had to finish up some projects. What projects do you think they're doing? Like this is the thing. I've talked about this before. Twitter is fine. Twitter just runs itself. They don't come out with new features all that much. When they do, they usually don't work very well. Uh, they occasionally update like one or two things. Like these people aren't actually creating anything. They're not actually building anything. They're not actually contributing to anything. They're probably paid a six figure uh, salary, and they're probably there trying to. You know, determine how best to make sure that you're getting uh, Cardi B and Megan the Stallion's tweets rather than some sort of political figure that they disagree with. Like that's that's how they spend their time. That's how they occupy their their time. And uh, again, you walk in, it's just like empty. Everything is sterile and clean and perfect and sort of disgusting me. I mean, this literally seems like hell to me. Like just repeat that over and over day in and day out constantly that that to me is hell i mean that whole setting everything's kind of like soft and baby blue and everything's like super expensive but just soulless and just uncomfortable looking like none of those chairs look comfortable none of the there's no like warm lighting anywhere it's all stark bright white 
It's all looks She's like a hospital. She's literally a pod person. She literally is just like, oh my God, I love the pod. Like, what do you, you think? You're going to go there. You think she's saying anything important? You think she's saying anything profound? You think she's making a, a difference for anybody anywhere that's a positive at okay. all? The cafeteria looks pretty dope, though. Yes, the cafeteria. That, yes. That food did look pretty good. Yes, they feed their there's slaves very no well. There's also no foosball being played. There's, there's no n- ball here. There's no other person she's playing with. No, it's that. It's the classic uh, Nathan Felder thing where he takes a picture of him. He takes a selfie of himself. He's like, my friends are just outside the frame laughing too. Trust me. Like, oh my God, there's this yoga room. It's so amazing. I mean, we don't do yoga, but it's there if you want it. Like they just like – the appearance of seeming like they're doing something. They like feeling like they're perhaps participating in something, like they somehow have done something to deserve the level of comfort that they're feeling. And then conversely, they also feel horrifically guilty over how comfortable they are. They're constantly looking at people who are less fortunate and going, oh my gosh, if only they could have a job like me. If only they could get free wine in their plastic cups and go up on the roof and play play corn sack ball with nobody like it's just it's just pathetic and lonely and stupid and painful to watch all of this and these are the people that are demanding that elon musk not upset their little preschool that they have going they're 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 very worried that elon musk is going to come in and actually make them work and actually make them justify their salaries and actually contribute to the company They see him as an existential threat to their comfortable, luxurious, pointless, repetitious existence where they all just do that. Just do that. Just eat weird food and drink green drinks until they're, you know, 35. And then they, you know, have an existential crisis about the fact that they have no babies and aren't married. And then they turn all of that angsty energy towards politics. It's our best seller. We first came out with it five years ago, and it was a moderate seller. But as folks tried vitamin mineral fusion and experienced the way it made them feel and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall best seller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin mineral fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there, but this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the info war. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting Vitamin Mineral Fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year, and I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena, There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. It's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalists. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalists. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to 
PatriotCollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence, and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We're going to do it again. I'm going to show you a different video now of a different big tech employee at a big, different big tech company living exactly the same life, doing exactly the same things with exactly the same self-importance and narcissism that we saw in the last one. Why would we show two things that are, for all intents and purposes, exactly the same? To show you, to give you an idea of just how ubiquitous this lifestyle is, this pointless act of non-existence that they carry out on a daily basis. Is happening by the hundreds of thousands, and these people are the most spoiled, pretentious, self-important morons you've ever seen, and yet these are the people that are dictating what you get to see, who you get to talk to, who you get to interact with, what news stories you get to watch. See, because their their life is so comfortable. Their life is so luxurious and, and easy and simple and like uh, their, their every want is immediately filled. Their every desire is immediately satisfied. It is Brave New World. That, that was the tactic of the Brave New World, right? You didn't want – it was a changeover from the old communistic idea of you do as we say or we'll stomp on your neck to have a, have a cookie, have an ice cream. Go satisfy yourself. Go, go indulge in all of your base desires and feel like a good person for doing so. And honestly, I think part of it is like internalized guilt where they understand that they have done nothing to deserve the position that they're in. So they try to export that to like the political sphere and think that by voting for corrupt Democrat scumbags, they're somehow making up for their unearned privilege. I think it might be some sort of internal conflict they have. But I also think it's just these people actually don't understand what the real world is like, actually understand what it is to not be in their cushioned childlike existence i guess i just need to make one of these for myself just start with like and the other thing that you see in all these they're just it's just hollow it's just empty it's just sterile and lifeless all of it being in stark contrast to my existence where from the moment i wake up there's just like there's a baby running around and there's a dog jumping up at me and there's a cat meowing for her food. And then there's just like no time to waste because I got to get on the road because I got to get to work because I got to start actually working and doing stuff and got to actually, you know, buckle down. And it's like a, a rush to get here. And then we're here. Then I work for three hours and I get off and I got to do a whole bunch of other stuff. Then we got to go run here. It's like, do, 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 do. And it's just like, yeah, but there's meaning and purpose behind all of this. I'm building something here. I'm achieving something. I'm working on doing something important that matters. I cannot imagine being so pointless as these people. But again, we just saw the last one. Let's watch a new one. This time it's from Meta. This is a Meta project manager showing her very busy work day. Clip number 17. Let's watch. Day in the life as a 23-year-old product manager at Meta. Hold on, let's pause it. Hold on, hold on. We got to pause it. We got to roll back. We got to see what she writes in her journal. She journals every morning. 
and we got to see what she says. What does she journal? What could she possibly have to journal every morning? Let's roll back. Let's pull up the just the uh, just the journal there, and we'll see if we can we can make out what uh, what she writes every morning. Okay, she has affirmations, a to do list, manifestations, and gratitude. <laughs> Her affirmations are: "I am beautiful. I am smart. I am amazing." I'm amazing something. What is that? I am Chipotle. I'm capable. I love my life. Oh, God. Oh, God. This the to do list is work, workout, and vibe. Work, workout, vibe. I'm going to vibe. <laughs> oh, God. This is so sad. 100% on, on antidepressants. This woman is 100% chemically lobotomized by choice every single morning. Uh, I can't even see what her manifestations are. Does she have goals? Like, are, are, is that what that is? Manifestations or goals you're supposed to have? I wonder what uh, what she says there. Can we see if, if you... we're gonna we're gonna play pause here? Let's see what let, we let's can see, do here. Let's see what we can. Okay, another ooh, ooh, ooh. another stream of something. Dream another stream of income. Okay, she wants more money. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh my God. Oh, God. oh Lord. This is why we hate these people. It really is. Imagine every morning waking up, turning to a new page and writing, I am beautiful. I am smart. I am an amazing something. No, 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 she has to repeat that out loud in the mirror. I am capable. I love my life. I am not a drone. I have meaning. I am just a machine. Just incredible. Dream something her, under her manifestations. So she wants another stream of income. All right, so she's going to start an OnlyFans. She's going to start an OnlyFans. Uh, dream. Oh, dream apartment. Okay, she doesn't have her dream apartment yet. Okay, her, her high-rise. But she's going to manifest it. Her high-rise. Oh, dream apartment and dream car. Okay, so all of her desires are uh, material. Yep, all of them are materialistic. All of them are impermanent. All of them are for her satisfaction, right? For her immediate physical well-being. No, there. I mean, does this person have a soul? I don't know. I mean, is this type of thing that a person with the soul writes? This is like Pinocchio trying to be a real boy. This is a this is a soulless automaton desperately trying to tell itself that it uh, has an existence. But okay, we're only two seconds in here. Let's not go on wait, her too wait, wait, hard. We forgot the gratitudes here. Okay. Well, her gratitude is she has a boyfriend. She has a friend plus something. Family. Plus mom. Friends plus mom. Friends plus mom? That's what? an M-O-M. Okay. That's kind think? of weird. She, then she lists family. Right. So the thing she's actually gratid, you know, uh, gracious and, and has gratitude of is actually somewhat meaningful. They're actually like human connections. My bed, oh my God, my, my bed and my job. Imagine being around the Thanksgiving dinner table with her. What are you grateful for? I Barf. Am, I am grateful for how pretty I am, and I'm grateful for how much money I have, and I'm grateful for how much my boyfriend tells me he likes me. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> but let's continue. Let's continue. So, uh, shall we? We're just, this is how she wakes up. 
She wakes up and writes herself little notes being like, you have a soul. You are a human being. Remember, remember, you are a person. You're beautiful. And that's what's important. Let's go uh, back to the video, shall we? Staying alive as a 23-year-old product manager at Meta, I always journal in the morning. I then do a quick workout routine. I get dressed. I try to look cute every day. Got some food at the office. I make a coffee every single morning. I need that. I did some work on the roof. Worked until lunch and then ate up there. Here's me being cute. I got a snack always. Their existence is snacking. Met up with some friends for dinner, Shut and then up. my boyfriend came over and was acting like a DJ for my dog. Oh my god, they're building so many great memories with their dog child, <laughs> with their fur child. <laughs> Do you think he cheats on her? You know, can you even cheat on somebody who doesn't have a soul? I don't know. I mean, would he even be able to tell, right? He wakes up in some different apartment with some different woman and can't even tell the difference because it's all exactly the same, because they all live exactly the same life, because they all have exactly the same materialistic impulses guided by advertising, controlled by algorithms that they can't even comprehend, and they're just perpetuating all of this. The best part about it is that she posted that to TikTok. She posted it to TikTok, not even her site. Look, it's not hype that InfoWars has changed the world. It's not hype that your support of InfoWars is the reason we were able to do this. So I salute you and I thank you. Now, you know about fluoride, the bad halogen on the periodic table. Well, high-quality iodine is the good halogen and does the opposite of fluoride. And when you've got it in your body, it doesn't just supercharge your cells. It doesn't just give you more energy. It doesn't just boost your immune system. But it also blocks the bad halogens in the fluoride, chlorine, bromide, bromine family. So, ladies and gentlemen, it takes about two weeks for X3 to kick in on average. Take a few drops every day. And almost everyone has dramatic results. Plus, it funds the info war. So what do you have to lose but taking action? Experience X3 finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com right now for 50% off. Experience tri-iodine. Learn about the iodine fluoride conspiracy. Learn how to counter the fluoride and fund the info war and empower your life at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Watch these two videos of two identical robot drones who work for big tech companies, which means they spend all of their time uh, wandering from snack station to snack station in a completely empty, soulless office, completely devoid of any life or excitement or positive energy beyond just sort of what you get from greeting cards and those signs that say live, laugh, love. Like that's that's basically the level of actual humanity that they're exposed to on a daily basis. It's utterly horrific. And the thing is, would anybody like would you even want that job? If if I was given the choice right now, it's like you can you can make twice as much working at at Twitter. I I wouldn't last a day there. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Do you know how hard it would be to replace me? <laughs> what here? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. 
But like, would you even want to? That's the question. Like, would you even want to? I work is, with all dudes is this, all day. <laughs> is this not the, you know, invigorating contest of liberty? Do you not want to struggle on a daily basis? Do you no, not want to? Cool. This is a pretty cool job. Yeah, like you, job. You, you want to strive. You want to contend. You want things to be a little chaotic and a little wild and a little unpredictable and a little yeah, contentious. Like you think you're going to have a boring day and then Alex, you know, gets enraged and, you know, throws a fire extinguisher through the window. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're making our own video. We're making our own day in the life of, uh, of an info warrior. And boy, is it going to be different than the ones we've seen previously. But we're going to go out to your phone calls now. Just, just remember, folks, it's not just big tech companies. There's a lot of media companies that are like this too. And we know people that have left InfoWars and gone on to other unnamed media companies and who've said, it's so boring there. It, they don't do anything. They just sit around all day. They do one show a week, and the rest of the time they're just twiddling their thumbs. It's, I thought those people died. What? Never mind. Uh, that that went over my head, but uh, no, it's true. People have left, and they're like, literally, they leave Infowars, and they're like, I miss the excitement. I miss being in a battle. I miss being in the center of all of it because we we really are we really are pushing things forward. We really do throw ourselves into this battle one hundred percent every single day, and we are happy to do it. Joyful warriors here at Infowars. So please do support our mission. Please do. Help us, uh, <laughs> help us get a help us get a new espresso machine for the rooftop lounge, won't you? <laughs> actually, uh, actually, actually, we do need coffee. <laughs> we need coffee, but if you zoom in slowly, I will hold on, hold on, zoom into that coffee machine. This is this is right our now. coffee watch, machine. Watch, watch, watch. This is my yep. video professional skills. Every once in a while, every once in a while, one of our crew brings in donuts and that's the extent to which we are catered to here at InfoWars. <laughs> look at that beautiful coffee machine hey it might not be a twenty thousand dollar espresso machine but we make do it does have a little espresso attachment there it's not the it's not the it's not the crummiest little little drip coffee machine there makes damn good coffee tastes great with the uh, uh wake up america immunity blend tastes great with the coffee available at infowarsstore.com so please do support us folks when you see the world around you and you know how pathetically incompetent most people are, it really must feel good to support an organization that is so on top of things and so dedicated and so inspired and invigorated by what we do on a daily basis. Please do support us, InfoWarsStore.com, and uh, we really cannot tell you how much we appreciate your support. You know how uh, in a lot of ads for a lot of other media they say for the price of a cup of coffee would you buy me a cup of coffee today yeah well it's like literally you're buying us coffee because we're out of coffee oh i see coffee right there wake up america mm, patriot blend we're gonna have to an empty bag. we're gonna have to start this decon- is an empty bag of coffee. it's an empty bag okay no it's a sealed bag i can see it right no no there's one right here we're gonna have to deconstruct our set we're gonna have to start pillaging oh, our own nice. sets for uh for wake up america coffee all right let's go out to the phone calls we now need that Let's go to the phone calls. I'm sorry, but we've been rambling for a while, but I got six hours today. I'm taking things a little bit slow. Let's go to Adam in Ontario. You say something might happen on November 17th. What about that date causes suspicion in you, Adam? Thanks for calling in. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, yeah, so November 17th is the 666th day since Biden was installed. Mm. Now, I know these Satanists, they like their, their numbers, and, and so they're probably going to do something. 
that, you know, gets the question, what are they going to do? Is, is Biden going to finally be removed? Will he perhaps be taken out? Uh, will he be declaring war? Who knows? But uh, I think November 17th is going to be um, a date that you want to kind of mark down and see what happens. Okay, good uh, Good looking out. We will we'll keep that in mind. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? If you, had to, if you had to put money down, what would you say would be the one thing? What, what's the next big move of the globalists, Adam? Um, I would think that uh, it's, pro- it's going to be after the, the midterms. So Biden's going to be probably announced World War III is actually officially happening on their end. And then uh, he'll probably get it removed pretty, <laughs> pretty quick after that. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea at all. I, I've also seen more and more people on the left talking about Hunter Biden recently. I still think they're going to like scape, uh, scapegoat him and basically charge him with a little slap on the wrist, give him some suspended sentence and go, see, we hold people to account. So, I mean, that might be the next thing. I think removing Biden isn't out of the cards, but uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Thank you for that call, Adam. November 17th, the 666th day of Biden's administration. What new horror awaits us in a little under a month? Thank you for that, Adam. Let's go to Tim in California who wants to talk about the fact that oil rationing has begun. They say that there's only about 25 days of diesel fuel left in this country. Thanks for calling in. Tim, you're on the air. Yes, it looks like uh, Biden might get his winter of death after all, but it won't be because of the unvaccinated. You remember when the baby formula shortage was still in the news? It's still happening, but it was still in the news. Yeah. Remember what the result was? They had to embarrassingly have foreign countries fly in these C-130 plane loads of baby formula to us. And it wasn't like a volcanic eruption, a meteor impact, earthquake, or terrorism. No, it was Joe. And, yeah. and now, similarly, you, you act like you didn't know winter was coming. Traditionally, heating oil reserves are 30% higher right now than normal in the year because they know, hey, hey, winter's coming. But instead, we've got it less than one-third of what's normal. Indeed, they say it's the lowest since 1951 when Joe was just an eight-year-old boy and there was only 150 million people in the country. Yeah. Kind of a problem. Yeah, it's a but huge yeah, problem. The answer, and, and the reason, but, but, but the, go ahead, go ahead. But I, I was just gonna, I was gonna hat tip you though. You said, "Hey, when this thing breaks down, rationing will ensue." So that's the hat tip. Here we go. I mean, it's it's the inevitable thing, right? It, the predictions that we make on Infowars aren't just like random, like scatter shot. We'll just say things, and maybe we'll be right sometimes. It's just like following just obvious conclusions, and you know, I. I Still point back to the prediction thread I made in August of 2021, months before the election ever happened, where I said they're going to cheat on the election. It'll be obvious. The Trump's Republicans are going to realize that they cheated and be mad. They're going to shut down any ability for us to talk about it. They're going to claim that they're going to claim that claiming the election was rigged is the equivalent to terrorism. They're going to launch like just predicting all of it because it's just a it's just a matter of progress one point to the other if you're a storyteller and you understand how one thing can lead to the next and that one thing has an inevitable conclusion that you can say this is what's going to happen next it's obvious they have depleted the oil reserves they aren't going to let people uh you know die outright on moss no they're going to strictly control who gets energy and who doesn't and that'll be tied in with the cbdc's that'll be tied in with the climate change uh, carbon tracking nonsense uh, 
they're setting everything up. It's the only path they can go down unless we choose to go down a different one. And of course, the reason the oil reserves are so low in the first place is because they have very short-sightedly emptied them to try to bring about some sort of lessening of the pain at the pump so they can you know, help to soften the blow of the economic disaster that the Democrats have brought us into so they can get a little bit more a little bit more a little bump on their midterm numbers that's what they're doing it for one of the ways that your audience you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations right yes infowars.com forward slash crypto that will end up as a clip on your show tonight Objection. your advertisement from your cryptocurrency page people care about the first amendment and in the cryptocurrency the cryptocurrency page people can give you in bitcoin yes Yes. Ethereum, right? Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Donate now. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. Fluoride is the enemy. It's the bad halogen to the same family as chlorine, bromide, you name it. What's the good halogen? Ladies and gentlemen, it is iodine. And we have the highest quality iodine you're going to find anywhere exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. It is X3 triiodine, the deep earth crystal iodine, and two other healthy types that help absorb it better into the cells for all cellular function and for energy and so much more. Get your X3 exclusively today at InfoWarsStore.com. It funds the InfoWar, but more importantly, it energizes your body and every cellular function. Takes about two weeks for it to kick in. A couple drops every day under the tongue. Experience X3 today, back in stock, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. X3 at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, wasting no time. Back out to the phone calls. Todd in Mississippi has called in about a nefarious trick cell phones are playing on us of some sort. Thanks for calling in. Todd, you're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Um, I want to mention something that I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts from Mike Adams to you guys to no agenda. And uh, nobody has ever mentioned what these phones could possibly be doing. We know our bodies have their own electromagnetic fields. Well, what if these phones are, say, interfering with that and putting a cap on how our mind and our consciousness really works? See, I feel like our brains have a lot more capability than we're being led to believe. And, and we're they kind of muddy the waters with all this information and they distract us from things as we know, but we know that we can only pay attention to so much at one time. One Mm -hmm. human can only, you only have so much attention span and we all need to work together to, to figure all of this out. And yeah. So do you think nobody needs to be afraid of the phone thing, but it's something we need to look at. And I'm sure there's other people who've noticed patterns maybe in their life, say when you update your phone 
and all of a sudden everything shifts. Mm-hmm. You, you're not interested in the same things. You don't pay attention to the same stuff. You look at your phone more. I, I might just be crazy, but hey, I think there's something to that. Besides the fact that it's a magic light box and MK Ultra proved that you can hypnotize somebody using flashing colors and light. Mm-hmm. So do you think and, do you think it has more to do with like what we're seeing on the on the phone screen or the actual like electromagnetic properties of the signal itself? I think that what we're seeing is only part of it. I think there is something with the electromagnetic properties itself that's going on. Now I unfortunately I I'm not that much of an expert in that realm. I'm more of just a, a seeker and I've really dove deep into my own life and experiences and and this is kind of the pattern that I've come up with. Mm. It just really seems so because certain things in my life, no matter how much I desire, I go after them. It seems like there's something in the way. And no matter how hard I pray, I'm shown God's still there with me, but it's like, no, this this roadblock's here. Yeah. And it it keeps pointing towards the same things and everybody's shutting me down on this and telling me no, no. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm sure some of your listeners have read The Invisible Rainbow. Um, That's about 5G and how it's actually hurting the human body, and it has a lot of resources. It's well-sourced, but everybody seems to want to ignore that. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, the fi- the five G towers are going up everywhere. Starlink, of course, Elon Musk's thing is just at this point just bathing the entire world in these, uh, you know, microwave signals. Yeah, and I think, yeah, and I, th- and I think just the mentality that you have to be and you should be and you're able to be connected all the time. I mean, even just. I mean, I grew up in the 90s before cell phones were a thing, and it's almost impossible to imagine the world now where you just didn't have contact with anybody unless you, you know, made a choice to call them and they had to be at home and they had to answer and want to talk to you. Like when you – like to imagine a world where you just – when you left the house, you were just gone. You were just untethered for hours and hours. Nobody knew where you were and nobody could get in contact with you, and if something was happening, you had no way of knowing it. I mean it's a – It was a nice feeling. It's a, well, it's a major shift in, in consciousness in general. And then, of course, I always think about the, uh, the old Kurt Vonnegut – I think it's Kurt Vonnegut, uh, Harrison Bergeron, where he describes a future where everyone is equal. And one of the ways they make everyone equal is by implanting things into the ears of intelligent people that basically buzzes every couple of seconds. So they can never actually – they can never actually complete a thought. They can never actually deep, think yeah. deeply because as soon as they're into some sort of thought process, they get a, they get a jolt and they're just like forget what they were just thinking about and have to start over. And whether Dude, that's whether, like spot on. That 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 sums up kind of what I'm trying to say in a way. Well, the good the good news is Todd is that you don't have to have a cell phone now and you don't have to be subject to this. And I mean my wife is a great example. She she literally despises her cell phone like I'm constantly like, "Oh, you know, our our kid has your cell phone. You know, be be careful. He's going to and she's like, "Smash it. Smash it. It's fine. It's fine. You can smash but it." How does your how does your wife document her day of work? She, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. She's uh she's actually an architect and actually does work and doesn't have time to document the the fancy new coffee machine at work. Uh but no, it's so, you know, the good news is that 
yeah, the you know the bad news is that these cell phones do operate like the Harrison Bergeron you know thought limiter in your head. But the good news is that you can actually silence them. You can actually put them in a different room in the house. And as and it's weird that it feels weird to do that, but you can do it, and you can free yourself from this uh, face sucking machine that that they call the cell phone, or you can use it you know, to your own benefit. But again, like everything in, in modern technology, all of their advancements just make everything more complicated and crappy. So, you know, it's like back in the day, you used to pick up a phone, type in a seven digit number and somebody on the other line would answer and you'd say, I want this pizza and here's where I live. And then they would come and give it to you and you'd give them cash. And that was it. And that was, that was too complicated apparently. So now you have to download the app and you have to make sure you're on the right iOS and you have to make a new account for your pizza app. And then you have to make your way through the the various forms. And then you have to make sure that your address is right. And then once you hit submit, it, it messes up. So then you got to go over and start again. And it's like, Oh, all of these new, wonderful, modern conveniences just make everything more complicated, everything worse, everything less efficient and less human in the process. So, yeah, the technology is not evil itself. We could have a world that incorporates it well. It's just the people that own the companies are pretty open about the fact that they use their technology solely and completely to control people's minds and benefit themselves at the expense of wider humanity. So it's it's trouble, but the good news is that you can put your phone in a Faraday cage and enjoy a phone-free existence if you choose to. Let's go now to Paul in Florida. He wants to talk about people who need to get back on Twitter. Thanks for calling in, Paul. Who do you want to see back on the Twitterverse? Man, Harrison Smith, can't believe I'm talking to you, man. That's incredible, man. Huge fan, huge fan. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, if, who would I like to see on Twitter? We have to be Alex Jones, man. That would be the most entertaining piece of, uh, of of thing going on the internet, you know, ever. It would be. I remember. I remember the old days. You hit go live and there in, in Alex's backyard, and just suddenly ten thousand people, twenty thousand, thirty thousand people live viewing as Alex Jones exposes the deep secrets of the of the deep state. Wouldn't that be a? Uh, that's crazy. I started listening to Alex Jones maybe four or five months before he got banned off of YouTube. And I was like, well, hey, where'd this guy go? Right. And then I, that's how I found banned off video. <laughs> awesome. And you said, uh, it, it, you told this call screener Kanye as well. Uh, but uh, anybody else you're looking forward to perhaps getting back on Twitter now that Elon's in charge? I mean, yeah, Trump, I mean, everybody. I mean, and now I'll make a Twitter. I never had one, you know, just never got into it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to say because I never had a Twitter, but it, and now I'll make one if it's going to be, you know, cool, like all freedom of speech like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, entertaining again. All right. Well, thank you so much for the call, Paul. I do appreciate it. And we can only hope that once Elon gets in charge, some of these policies are reversed. I would love to get my accounts back. Any of them, really. I've I had accounts with 20,000 followers and 10,000 followers. And at a certain point, they always get deleted and I have to start over. And uh, it would be really nice to have access to that massive uh, – you know, crowd again, that massive audience again. Of course, who knows how many of those accounts are even around anymore. The fun part about having a somewhat prominent Twitter account was that you got, you had followers that were prominent themselves and they could, you know, uh, retweet your stuff and, and get a lot of attention on it. Now, I don't know if any of those people that used to follow me are even on anymore. So, uh, but it could be, it could be that by, you know, he gets it on Friday and by Saturday, all of those old, old accounts are, are back up. We can only hope, but we'll see how that goes. Let's go to Antonio in North Carolina. You want to talk about uh, the Alex Jones trial and David Knight's comments on the Alex Jones trial. Thanks for calling in. Antonio, you're on the air. Yeah, how you doing, Ms. Harrison? Good, thank you. 
Yeah, um, and just to let you know, I like David Knight. I listen to him every day. But uh, his comments on the on the trial are deceptive. When he makes comments, he says that uh, that he's not defending free speech and doesn't talk about how the judge said that he couldn't defend free speech. You'll get in trouble. Um, and also, he basically says that uh, that he didn't he didn't uh, give his everything that he said he was given. He was deceptive and. Then that he he didn't basically give what he said he gave. Mm. So uh, so so David Knight is basically uh, casting casting shade at Alex Jones. Well, I mean, uh, I, I love David Knight too. So you know, I'm, I'm it's it's sad to see, but I I think you know maybe he just has some some personal stuff and he sees this as some sort of vindication or something. I, I'm not really sure, but I'm not going to comment uh, too much on it just because you know the the last thing we need in this fight is. Uh, my dad always describes the circular firing squad. My dad's always so frustrated at the right wing because it's like we have all these enemies and we always are just turning on each other. And it really does feel like a, circ- cir- a circular firing squad where everybody just ends up shot and dead and our enemies take over. So uh, we're not. So thanks for that call, Antonio. I do appreciate it, uh, but uh, we're not going to delve into any drama here. It's our best seller. We first came out with it five years ago and it was a moderate seller. But as folks tried vitamin mineral fusion and experienced the way it made them feel and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall bestseller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin mineral fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals, all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there, but this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the InfoWar. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting vitamin mineral fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin mineral fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com.